It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Cardinals. Bo Brack back with you. Give me a follow on Twitter at Bob Brack. Give the show a follow as well. Locked On AZ Cards for all your up-to-date Cardinals information. OTAs, they're closing here pretty soon. Cardinals, they filled a void as well recently, but it's not a big-name veteran that we've discussed. And also further proof the Cardinals were right by selecting Kyler Murray number one overall among the group of the usual suspects in the 2019 NFL Draft. And where the Cardinals land this offseason against the rest of the NFL and improving their offensive line. Do the Cardinals show up amongst the top-tier teams that made vast improvements on that O-line? And also Kyler Murray's ESPN Fantasy Football Projection would we accept it? Would it be a successful season if Murray hit these numbers? We're going to get into all of it in this edition, this Thursday edition of Lockdown Cardinals. We appreciate you listening, of course, to Lockdown Cardinals. Alex Clancy, my host, off again today. No, it hasn't been the petition that has taken the web uh, by storm trying to get Clancy just off the podcast. Uh, now, he'll be back soon. He'll be back, I think, tomorrow we're going to do a podcast together. His yang to my yang, and uh, you'll get all the goodness this is a full-strength Locked On Cardinals podcast. In the meantime, you just have me. And today's show brought in part to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. So first thing I want to get into is the Arizona Cardinals made a move today. They, uh, they made and signed veteran free agent Terrell McClain to a one-year deal. McClain, I'm sorry, this deal went down yesterday. McClain, who played last year in Atlanta, is going into his ninth season, so another veteran presence, another bargain bin deal for Steve Keim, uh, getting a veteran defensive player that he could add to this defense. And it's a good move. I think it's a good mix between young players and veterans. We look at the defensive line. We mentioned it earlier this week, I think on the Tuesday edition of Lockdown Cardinals, I was talking about the idea of Gerald McCoy and just how expensive McCoy would be. And you look at the Cardinals who were dealing with about $6.5 million in cap space. So they, they went for more of a cost-efficient route. McClain, who played last year for the Falcons, going into his ninth season, the 30-year-old will try to find a spot on a unit that has kind of questioned beyond expecting the trio of Corey Peters, Darius Phylon, who they signed earlier this offseason, and the returner, Rodney Gunter, along with Peters. To make room on the roster, the Cardinals released a little-known wide receiver, Malachi Dupree. So Dupree exits. McLean comes in, and he's been in the league since 2011. Broke in with Carolina, played with the Patriots, played with the Texans, played with the Cowboys, played with the Redskins before the Falcons, uh, where he appeared in 13 games, 17 tackles, and a sack. And it's just adding depth. And it looks like Kaim is just doing what he often does and just trying to flood a position with numbers. Uh, what's perceived as a weakness for this Cardinals team, and it continues to be. I think it remains a spot that they're going to look to upgrade as preseason and training camp nears, and it could be another one of those situations where Steve Kime, I don't think a guy like McCoy is going to hang along, hang around and tell them, and then you know his price comes down, and the Cardinals can make a move on that. You're probably going to be looking at uh, at some lesser-known names. We'll have a list of that as training camp draws near and if they haven't made a big deal. And if they don't make a big deal between now and then, I think as far as what they've done with the pass rush and uh, what they did with the linebacking core, and when you look at this defensive secondary, this defense is going to be the strength of the team that uh, really turned over a lot of things on the offense. You're going to see a, a younger 
um, offense that's going to go through some growing pains where I think they're going to have to rely on this defense to really impose themselves against the opposing offense, get some three outs, get some turnovers. It's going to be anchored by Jordan Hicks. Of course, we've got Patrick Peterson, who's going to be out for the first six games of the season. I think that's another uh, area of need that the Cardinals have uh, with the remainder of this offseason as they approach the 2019 season is that defensive secondary, that cornerback position, uh, your number one guy, that's going to be a big position battle. Of course, because Patrick Peterson is out after violating the league's PED policy. So, you know, Peters, Phylon, Gunter, now McLean. Uh, Cardinals have third-round pick Zach Allen, and of course Robert Kimdiche, who's coming off an ACL tear. Um, we'll see what this team has. It's just, like I said, going to be a very crowded room, and uh, we're going to look for people to emerge come training camp and come preseason to really uh, solidify that group. The defensive, uh, the pass rushers, we all know what you're getting from Chandler Jones. Uh, Terrell Suggs, I think, you, you, of course, he's uh, a little long in the tooth as far as his position and where he is in his NFL career, but he still has the ability to get after the passer. You've got a pass rush. Uh, you're just looking for guys to open up those lanes. And uh, as far as the linebacking core, you're looking for more development from a guy like Hassan Reddick. Of course, the addition, the biggest free agent addition from the Cardinals was Jordan Hicks coming over from uh, from Philadelphia. So you've made the additions. Uh, we talk about where you can improve in the defensive secondary. Sure, they went out there. We talk about the bargain bin. And uh, Steve Kime, pre-free agency, was able to guys add guys like Robert Alford to the secondary. He's got Tremaine Brock, who's going to get the first crack, apparently, at the cornerback uh, one spot that's going to be vacated by Peterson for six games. And then you got Buda Baker, and you've got uh, DJ Swearinger, and you've got the new guy, Byron Murphy, that you use a second-round pick on. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, there's some question marks, that's for sure, right? Uh, that you can see guys, if you project them to, you know, best-case scenario, hit that, I think it's going to be a decent secondary. It's not going to be the no-fly zone of Peterson and uh, Tyron Matthew and Tony Jefferson. It's not going to be those guys with Shaw Johnson, Justin Bethel. But it's certainly going to be a group that can get the job done in a NFC West that likes to hoist football, like and it, mostly every team in the NFL. But I think there's guys like Mo Claiborne that uh, Steve Geim could potentially take a look at as as the season draws closer. Uh, but the defensive line, the, especially the interior of things, is a place that they're going to continue to need to improve. Terrell McLean, it's a good addition. It's a good player to kind of kick the tires on. But, of course, it does not solidify the interior of that defensive line like you'd like to see as a, coming from a 3-13 2018 season where this team was so bad against the rush. And uh, it, it was all about technique, it seemed like. And it was all about uh, filling gaps. And, uh, you know, that starts up front. That starts with the hog mollies. And, uh, as I said, we'll get into the other side of things where the Arizona Cardinals, where they kind of fall in line this offseason with uh, some of the most improved offensive lines. you got to think, it that couldn't have gotten any worse, right? But did it get that much better? We'll get into that discussion later in the episode. Of course, you're listening to Locked On Cardinals. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Alex Clancy will be back tomorrow. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brock and at Clancy's Corner. Um, before we get into uh, the next segment, where we're going to get into the discussion about why Kyler Murray was the right selection at number one overall and why there's further proof as of re- recently 
why Murray was the guy and why they might have dodged the bullet. But first, I want to talk to you about... Uh, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about good sex. Remember the days where you were just ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed. Just listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. You're not going to get docked six games for PEDs like Patrick Peterson. But Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. So if you want to be discreet about it, you can do it because it comes in a discreet package. There's no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 in shipping. And that's, again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On. Try it for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. We're back in a bit. Back here to Locked On Cardinals, Bo Brock hanging out with you on this uh, Thursday edition of the podcast, and uh, we just went over the addition, a free agent edition of Terrell McLean, who comes over from Atlanta playing the defensive tackle position, joins Corey Peters, uh, Darius Phylon, Rodney Gunter, of course you've got Robert Kandichi coming off the ACL tear in 2018, uh, so it's going to be a crowded group, a group that looks like Steve Kime is kind of uh, just filling with numbers. Um, we want to get into, of course, Kyler Murray and where ESPN projects the rookie to finish as far as statistically, how is it going to be a fantasy football option with his projections according to ESPN.com. That will come up later in the show and where the Cardinals land, uh, where they sit in the offseason um, rankings as far as the rest of the NFL improving their offensive line, which was just dreadful in 2018. Uh, but first, you know, the uh, further proof that the Arizona Cardinals – Kind of dodged a bullet. The Cardinals decided to move forward with Kyler Murray, switch up at the quarterback position for their future, and they selected the Heisman Trophy one winner out of Oklahoma, number one overall, and passed on rookie defensive lineman Nick Bosa, who, uh, report according to Yahoo Sports, injured his right hamstring in yesterday's organized team activity. So in the Niners' OTAs, Nick Bosa, a guy who had, uh, many people had concerns about his ability to stay healthy, first chance he kind of gets beyond rookie minicamp and OTAs, he already hinges his hamstring. And according to the coach Kyle Shanahan, he confirmed the injury is an uncertainty of the severity. Uh, so we don't know if we'll probably won't see Bosa much uh, before training camp kicks off in late July. Bosa number two overall pick uh, during pass rushing drills. He walked off with a slight limp, did not finish practice take part in conditioning, he was just done. And like I said, it's probably going to be done until things really start to ramp up for the 2019 season, given Bose's injury history, which was, as I said, a concern of NFL scouts during the pre-draft process. He played only three games last season. We all remember it. I mean, we talked about this at nauseum when we were talking about Kyler Murray, Josh Rosen during the pre-draft process, was Bosa was the other guy that could be drafted by the Cardinals. And yeah, three games. He had the core injury. He had to have surgery. And uh, he had both sides on 
as far as the surgery was concerned, repaired the torn muscles. And he also tore his ACL in high school. So some serious injuries that Nick Bosa has been dealing with before he even signed his first pro contract. Um, a guy who had over, what, just 17 and a half sacks in three seasons, what we'll say maybe two and a quarter, playing for the Buckeyes. So he had a lot to prove, still has a lot to prove, and it's not even just on the field. It's just can he stay healthy enough to get into the lineup. And you look at his brother Joey, who a lot of people feel Nick can be almost better than his brother Joey, plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. He's averaging 11 games a season in three years for the Chargers. Uh, Bosa, the older one, he would uh, he played full 16 games in 2017. He was limited to seven last season, and then he was limited to, I believe, 11 in his rookie campaign, but still effective when he's on the field. He's got over 28 and a half sacks, and uh, Joey Bosa is a threat when he's in the lineup. Uh, it's just a matter of staying on the field. So there's there's legit concerns there, and I think that when uh, we, we kind of overlooked that because Bosa was the perceived top prospect in this draft. He was the most polished pass rusher in this draft and uh, probably presented the least amount of risk because we don't know how Kyler Murray was going to translate to the NFL with his size. We all know about the athleticism. But is his size going to translate well to an NFL that traditionally has quarterbacks over six foot two, six foot three? Um, Murray is, of course, right around 5'10". But Bosa is a guy that continues to be hampered by injury and hasn't been able to see the playing field. And that, you know, I, I think that that's an important thing to take in consideration. Uh, let me tell you that today's show has been brought to you by Untuck It. Dads come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts. Like tall, short, slim, relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups look so long and baggy at the end of the day? It can be hard for the guys to pull off a casual, untucked look that isn't sloppy. That's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off. Uh, keep it here in the second segment of Locked On Cardinals. Um, Bo Brock here with you for a few more segments. We were talking about, uh, of course... Nick Bosa and his inability to stay on the field, and Kyler Murray, how that was the right move. And when we look at how this offense can improve, and we'll get into the projections for a guy like Murray uh, later in the in the show, but uh, just his rapport so far with rookie wide receiver Akeem Butler, who I mentioned earlier this week, I, I expect big things from Butler, even more so than second-round pick Andy Isabella, who was selected into a round higher, actually in the second round, and then Butler went fourth round. Uh, it's just going to be his size, his athleticism. It's uh, his in the position he's going to play. Where I think Isabella is going to lose some targets to a guy like Christian Kirk. A guy like Kim Butler was a need for this team that he can play the outside, take the top off the defense, and then win one-on-one battles. Uh, maybe even just draw penalties down the field. Something that we didn't see from last year's Arizona Cardinals. It was just a non-existent part of the game, which is so important this day in the age in the NFL. But um, we'll get into Kyler Murray's projections, but his rapport with Hakeem Butler is, is one of those that's going to help him in his rookie season. The Arizona Cardinals uh, did not show up in a recent uh, pro football focus 
examination of the most improved offensive lines in the 2019 offseason. Um, those belong to the Cincinnati Bengals, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Houston Texans. Uh, as far as the Cardinals concerned, they try to improve by taking some, um, kicking the tires on some veterans. And they went out there and they signed a guy like J.R. Sweezy. They made a trade for Marcus Gilbert from the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy who we talked about Bosa's inability to stay on the field. Marcus Gilbert, whether it's you know violations in the PED policy or just injuries, Gilbert is, hasn't been able to stay on the field lately. But uh, if he, for whatever reason, can, that's going to boost the tackle position at the right tackle position or if he needs to fill in for a guy like DJ Humphreys. That's going to help. But when you look at a common theme here for the most improved offensive lines, whether it's the Bengals or the Falcons or the Texans, these were three teams that invested in the offensive line in the NFL draft. I mean, the Bengals went out there and they got Alabama's Jonah Williams, a guy that we had discussed for the Cardinals in the draft. And uh, he was the fourth-ranked player, according to Pro Football Focus's board. Um, and he can start at both left and right tackle. And then the Bengals later off added Ohio State center Michael Jordan in the fourth round. So they invested two pretty high draft picks at the offensive line. And you look at the Falcons, who already had some pretty impressive offensive lines, whether it's center Alex Mack or left tackle Jake Matthews. But then they went out there and they got right guard Chris Lindstrom. Kind of a head-scratching move at the time, but they take Lindstrom and you can plug him right in there in the right guard position. And uh, their offensive line already looking pretty good for the 2019 season. And then the Texans, I mean, Deshaun Watson's season last year, it was just, he barely had any time to throw the football. So what they were able to accomplish at the uh, in the offensive line in the draft was pretty impressive. They get some smaller school guys. They took some risk on Alabama State's Titus Howard, 58th overall. And then uh, Northern Illinois' Max Sharping, 50th overall. And then they... Uh, it was, you know, the first uh, offensive lineman the Texans had drafted since Nick Barton, Martin, who's actually one of the more reliable guys at the center position. So uh, they were investing this year on the offensive line, but that's what you have to do when you got a young quarterback. I would expect maybe next draft. That's the approach the Cardinals wanted to take. Uh, this year they look to fill the need at the wide receiver position. I've said this many times before. I really liked what they did. We mentioned those guys, Isabella. We mentioned those guys, Hakeem Butler. And, of course, uh, you've got Keyshawn Johnson, the rookie late-round pick out of Fresno State, who could uh, potentially be a pretty good addition for this team. So you're listening to Lockdown Cardinals here. Uh, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Clancy on Freaks Duty, of course. Fox Sports 910. You can listen to him on iHeartRadio. As I said, you can follow him on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner. Coming up next, the projections. For Kyler Murray's rookie season, according to ESPN.com. We'll get into them. That's next, the final segment of Locked On Cardinals. Final segment here, Locked On Cardinals, your Thursday edition. Bo Brock with you. Clancy will be back tomorrow. Uh, yeah, one more segment of me just droning on about the Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully some of this information you take... As value, enjoy it. Give us a follow on Twitter at LockedOnAZCards. Of course, this edition of Locked in, on Cardinals brought to you in part by uh, we've got Grip Six Belts, where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. Simple. 
Simple mission. Grip six is easy. Thoughtful gift for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, even moms and wives. You should check out their women's collection. Ultra lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it carries a low profile with a buckle laying flat against the waist. Making the belt super comfortable. Grip six is the only belt with no holes, no flap, no belt. Grip six has a special offer for you at grip6.com. That's G R I P. The number six dot com slash lock L O C K E, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. So we got into it. We talked about Terrell McLean comes over from the Falcons on a one-year de- uh, deal to help provide depth to the defensive line, and frankly, Jerry McCoy, his price tag is going to be too high for the Cardinals, who about six and a half million dollars left in cap space. We also talked about the Cardinals and how they were right in selecting Kyler Murray and passing on a guy like Nick Bosa, who's already come up lame in his first few practices with the 49ers. He has a tweaked hamstring. Who knows what the severity is on that? And then you had the Cardinals, as far as where they stand, improving their offensive line. They went the veteran route and free agency route, where the teams that are the most improved went the NFL draft route. And I think that might be a good spot for the Cardinals after a 2019 season from Kyler Murray and those rookie wideouts and Cliff Kingsbury's first uh, crack at fixing this offense, which was so putrid in 2018, uh, what they can do in 2019, that they might go with the offensive line. You, you just don't get a lot of options on the free agent market to boost and bolster your offensive line. So you're going to take some chances on guys uh, who haven't been healthy enough to merit a contract extension or as far as his productivity. Uh, final segment, though, I want to get into the Kyler Murray 2019 projections and the number one overall pick. As far as fantasy football projections are concerned, according to ESPN.com, Kyler Murray is the 14th ranked player at the quarterback position, uh, expected to throw for over 3,600 yards, 22 touchdowns, and 13 picks, while rushing the football over 100 times for 577 yards and three more scores. Uh, I got to tell you that if that is the case, if Kyler Murray can match those numbers in, in, to any degree, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be in a great spot. When you think about what you receive from Josh Rosen, and despite us on this podcast thinking that he deserved a second crack in his sophomore season for, for the Cardinals, I mean, he just had a brutal season where he had uh, more picks than touchdown passes. Didn't throw for a lot of yards. I think just over, what, 2,200 yards passing. Uh, if you could see a guy throw for over 3,500 yards, 22 TDs and 13 picks, uh, one, he's taking care of the football. I, th- I think this is reminiscent a little bit of uh, RG3's rookie season. And a lot of that is contingent on staying healthy and uh, evading a, a pass rush that's going to be bearing down on the young QB undersized guy. Uh, as we mentioned with the offensive line. But, man... If, if he can if he can have that kind of a 22 to 13 touchdown to pick ratio rush for another 500 almost a half a, you know half a thousand yards 577 yards rushing three touchdowns Cardinals will be in great shape and that's going to be a much improved offense I mean no doubt about it I mean they didn't even come close to approaching uh, 20 touchdown passes as a team between Sam Bradford um, Josh Rosen and Mike Glennon. Uh, if you get that 22 from Kyler Murray, it's a that's a great start. Now, if you're looking at you know fantasy football projections, that that's pretty pedestrian. But when you can get that 
you know, and add those rush yards, that's that's a big year from a, a guy who's just really making his NFL debut, and that's just going to bode well for these wide receivers, uh, whether it's Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, the two rookies that we keep mentioning, Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, uh, the tight end group, whether it's Charles Clay or Max Williams, um, and then you've got the, uh, the the guy coming out of the backfield that has the ability, one of the, you know, around with uh, a guy like Todd Gurley, one of the best abilities to catch the football out of the backfield, and David Johnson. I mean, that's just going to be huge. Uh, he's going to be a huge safety valve as well for a guy like Murray. So you got to like that. You got to like that. Uh, early on, I, I got to imagine that Baker Mayfield didn't have those type of projections in his rookie season. Uh, despite him going out there and, and putting up historic numbers uh, for a rookie signal caller, that's uh, that's got to be uh, very good to hear if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan. We got a lot more coming at you here as far as locked on Cardinals tomorrow. We'll go back with Alex Clancy, what he has to say, what he's been stewing on over the last couple days. Um, we'll have more information for you from our sponsors as far as Blue Chew and Grip Six. Hotels.com. Uh, we thank them, of course, for sponsoring this podcast. Make sure you're following all the Twitter accounts that you need to stay up to date with the most breaking Arizona Cardinals information as they wrap up OTAs. At Bob Rack for myself, at Clancy's Corner, and the show. Make sure you're following it. Locked on AZ Cardinals. Any questions, any concerns, any critiques, they are welcome. Just hit us up on Twitter. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you get the podcast, whether it's Apple, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. We thank you, um, and we will talk to you tomorrow on Locked On Cardinals.